tonight, Song of Solomon chapter number 2 tonight, Song of Solomon chapter number 2, I feel like we're uh, led tonight, Song of Solomon chapter number 2, and I want to say it's been a privilege to be able to stand this week, and uh, thankful for the help I've got just being here, and uh, went and preached under the tent last night, had a good meeting, uh, but glad to be back tonight, amen, amen, y'all don't lock down on me now, amen. Y'all give me some feedback tonight, amen. Song of Solomon chapter number 2 and look with me in verse number 8 tonight. Song of Solomon chapter number 2 and verse number 8. If you found your place, say amen. 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 Song of Solomon 2 and verse number 8. The voice of my beloved. Behold, he cometh leaping upon the mountains, skipping upon the hills. My beloved is like a roe or a young heart. Behold, he standeth behind our wall. He Looketh forth at the window, showing himself through the lattice. My beloved spake and said unto me, Rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. For lo, the winter is past, and the rain is over and gone, and the flowers appear on the earth. The time of the singing of birds is come, and the voice of the turtle is heard on our land. The fig tree putteth forth her green figs, and the vines with her tender grapes give a good smell. Arise, my love, my fair one, and come away. O my dove, that art in the clefts of the rock, in the secret places of the stairs, let me see thy countenance, let me hear thy voice, for sweet is thy voice, and thy countenance is comely. And take us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines, for our vines have tender grapes. My beloved is mine, and I am his. He feedeth among the lilies till the day break, and the shadows flee away. Turn, my beloved, and be thou like a roe or a young heart, upon the mountains of Bethel. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the privilege, God, that it is to stand. Lord, I need your help tonight. Father, I pray, Lord, that you'd touch us and help us. Lord, it's our desire, God, to be a help to your people. And I pray, God, that you'd give us that touch, Lord, that makes preaching effective tonight. I pray, God, that you'd anoint us, Lord. Use us, Lord. Help us to preach in demonstration and power of the Holy Ghost and the Spirit of God tonight. I pray, God, that you'd help us, Lord, bless in the remainder of the service. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. The other night we preached from Song of Solomon chapter number 5, but I want to back up uh, just a little bit and preach here out of Song of Solomon chapter number 2. Now chapter number 2 is where the relationship begins to get its spark. They're uh, now courting. He is uh, uh, drawing her in and he has uh, uh, showed interest in her and he's uh, doing things for her. And men, whenever you, young men, whenever you uh, begin to like a lady, you start doing things for her. Amen. And this was what the Bible says here in verse number four. The Bible says that he brought me uh, to the banqueting house and his banner over me was love. And he begins to court her and to draw her and to woo her in. And there are some things that she recalls about uh, the beloved tonight that stand out to her. But I want you to uh, look with me in verse number eight and just simply this tonight, the voice of my beloved, the voice of my beloved. And that's what I want to preach on for just a few moments tonight on the voice of my beloved. I want you to notice uh, with me first of all the sound of his voice. There in verse number 8 she said the voice of my beloved. It was recognizable to her. Amen. Uh, She understood who it was uh, that was speaking to her and calling to her. Oh, do you remember tonight uh, where you were when he called you and he drew you unto himself in salvation and I'm glad, thank God, whenever 
you hear his voice, uh, from that moment on, uh, it's recognizable, it's understandable, it's distinct from any other voice in this world. And when he speaks, uh, you know him tonight, amen. Jesus said in John chapter number 10, he said, my sheep know my voice, amen. Uh, They know the voice of the shepherd and you and I know the voice of our beloved tonight. Uh, We know the voice of our bridegroom uh, because he's spoken to us, amen. Boy, he speaks in a way that only he can. I wonder if you've heard his voice tonight, amen. I see the sound of his voice, but notice with me in verse number nine through 12, I see the signs of his voice. Look what she said in verse number nine. She said, my beloved is like a roe or a young heart. She said, behold, he standeth behind our wall. He looketh forth at the window, showing himself through the lattice. She said in verse number 10, my beloved and spake and said unto me, rise up my love, my fair one, and come away. For lo, the winter is past, the rain is over and and gone. And verse number 12 says, the flowers appear on the earth and the time of the singing of birds has come and the voice of the turtle is heard in our land. And boy, when he speaks, things begin to change. Uh, There are signs in our life that he's spoken to us. Uh, uh, There are memorials that have been set up in our heart, in our life from times when he spoke to us uh, and drew us closer to himself uh, and drew us into closer places uh, of communion tonight. Did you see uh, what the Bible said? It said the winter is over and gone. Uh, It's come and it's past. uh, And I'm glad thank God the reality to every believer is is that the harsh winners of sin uh, the bitterness of a life uh, uh, wasted for the devil is over and gone and the flowers are blooming in our heart and the singing is heard in our heart in our life tonight amen I see the signs of his voice but then I see this I see the season of his voice tonight look what the Bible says in verse number 13 the fig tree put it forth her green figs and the vines with the tender grape give a good smell and then he said this he said arise my love my fair one and come away what is the season of his voice well in verse number 13 we find the fig tree and we find the vine And if you study in the Old Testament, you'll find that the fig tree and the vine are both a picture. They're a type of Israel tonight. And here's what our Lord is saying. He's saying the fig tree is ripe. It's beginning to put forth. uh, And those grapes, they're beginning to put forth uh, a good smell. Can you say, uh, imagine with me tonight, you look at this and you see the seasons changing and you see the fruit beginning to be produced. And boy, you say, how do you apply that to our life? Uh, Brother, we can look at Israel. Uh, We can watch the news uh, and we can set our eyes on Israel. Uh, She's God's timepiece tonight. And the very next things that that happens uh, uh, when he says Israel's ready, look what he said. He said, arise my love, uh, my fair one, and come away. Uh, uh, Can I tell you this tonight? Nothing else needs to happen. Uh, uh, Nothing else has to take place. Uh, Everything is getting set. Uh, uh, The table is spread. Uh, everything's in array uh, and it, tonight could be the night uh, of it. He says, arise my fair one, uh, my dove, my love, uh, my undefiled uh, and come away with me, amen. I'm glad, thank God, that when he calls for us, it won't be uh, not necessarily the sound of anything uh, that we've heard in this world. It won't be a sound like this world's ever seen, uh, but thank God when he calls for us, uh, he'll do it with his voice tonight, Amen. 
the voice of my beloved. Amen. Number one, I want you to see this with me tonight. I want you to see the delight in his voice. Look with me in verse number three. The Bible says, as the apple tree among the trees of the woods, so is my beloved among the sons. I sat down under his shadow with great delight and his fruit was sweet to my taste. And then he, there it is, he brought me to the banqueting house and his banner over me was love tonight, amen. There is delight found in his voice tonight. When he speaks, I'm glad, thank God, when the Savior speaks to us, it's a voice of delight tonight. Thank God, you can go to every Bible conference you want to, you can attend every revival in the county, but if you're busted up in your heart and you've got problems and you've got issues, hey, you can go to every Bible conference you want to. You can spend dime after dime and penny after penny and dollar after dollar in trying to fix yourself, but I'm glad, thank God, when the Savior speaks, he can fix every bit of it. I'm glad, thank God, there is delight in his voice tonight, amen. There's delight in his voice, but then I notice this. There's desire in his voice. Look what he said there in verse number nine. She said this. She said, my beloved is like a roe or a young heart. Behold, he standeth behind our wall. He looketh forth at the sh- uh, looketh forth at the windows, showing himself through the lattice. And then the Bible says, "My beloved, and spake and said unto me, Rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away." Did you see with me in verse number nine that there's not only delight in his voice, uh, but there is desire in his voice tonight. There is desire in his voice. And you say, "What is the Savior's desire uh, for my life this week?" Look it with me in verse number nine. The Bible says he standeth behind our wall. He looketh forth at the windows and he showeth himself through the lattice. It's God's desire this week to show you himself. And thank God every night this week, every day that we walked on this world this week, he showed us a little bit of himself. You know what happens every time you read your Bible, every time you hear the songs of Zion, every time you pray, you just can't a glimpse of him tonight, amen. He reveals himself through the lattice. He looks through the windows and he watches our life and he painstakingly searches for moments when he can insert himself, amen. Why I'm so glad he uh, intervenes in my business tonight. I'm glad that he shows up in my heart and my life, amen. It's his desire tonight, amen. What is his desire tonight? Well, I noticed something about his voice tonight. Look with me in verse number 10. He has two calls in this chapter. In verse number 10, he said this, the Bible says this, my beloved spake and said unto me, rise up my love, my fair one, and come away. In verse number 10, we find the call of redemption tonight, amen? The call of redemption. Aren't you glad tonight that over 2,000 years ago, a man named Jesus Christ, who was so much more than a man, but he was God's Messiah. He was the Lord's Christ. He was the Savior of this world. He walked up Calvary's mountain, and he was suspended between heaven and earth, and every drop of his precious blood was shed for you and I tonight. And the call we 
went out, amen. Uh, Peter heard it in John 21, and it was the call tonight, come and dine, come and dine, uh, come and dine, amen. Whosoever uh, will come and drink of the water of life, uh, uh, let him come and freely drink tonight. We see his call in redemption, but look with in verse number 13, we find it again at the latter part of the verse, arise, my love, my fair one, and come away. The first uh, call was a call of redemption, and the second call is a call of rapture tonight, amen. I'm glad, thank God, one of these days uh, uh, the trumpet's gonna sound. Uh, uh, we're getting out of here. Uh, thank God we're heaven bound with a hammer down, uh, and I've heard his call in redemption, uh, but thank God one of these days uh, uh, we're, he will hear his call in the rapture, amen. We see the desire in his voice. It is to reveal himself to us tonight. But then this is where I want to get. I'll stay just a moment right here. Not only do I see the delight in his voice, I see the desire in his voice, but then I find devotion in his voice. Find devotion in his voice. Are y'all awake tonight? Amen. Verse number 14, the Bible says this, Oh, my dove that art in the clefts of the rock in the secret places of the stairs, let me see thy countenance. Let me hear thy voice, for sweet is thy voice, and thy countenance is comely. And then she says this, Take us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines, for our vines have tender grapes. I find that there is devotion when it comes uh, to his voice. He's drawing us to himself. He's calling us to himself. And neighbor, that's what God has been trying to do in your heart and your life all this week is to call you closer to himself and to draw you to a deeper place of communion and a deeper place of fellowship with him. And he desires our devotion tonight. Amen. Look what the Bible says there in verse number 14, she talks about the clefts of the rock. I notice this, the cleft of the rock tonight, it speaks of assurance. It speaks of assurance tonight. Thank God that when you and I enter into the secret place, uh, uh, we enter into that place of devotion with God. Uh, thank God it seems like God puts us uh, in the cleft of the rock uh, and he hides us from the evil of this world. He hides us from the wrath of this world. He hides us from the evil plans uh, of those around us uh, and the working of, uh, workings of Satan. Uh, thank God he puts us uh, in the cleft of the rock uh, and I want to say this tonight, I'm glad I'm in him and I'm glad he's in me and I'm glad I can steal away tonight and get to a place with him alone, away from everything else and thank God it is a place of assurance tonight, amen. You ever gotten along with God and God just speaks something to your heart and lets you know everything's gonna be okay? Let's you know everything's gonna be all right. Everything may be falling apart around you. Everything may be crumbling in your hand. But thank God tonight we've got a God who's in control. Thank God he's a sovereign God. Nothing's ever took him by surprise. God's never said uh-oh or oops tonight. But thank God he is a God that gives us assurance. Amen. That cleft of the rock, it speaks of assurance. But then that secret place of the stairs, those stairs speak of access. And boy, I'm glad, thank God, we've got access to him, amen. 
Whatever your need, whatever your problem tonight, he's just a prayer away, amen. Jeremiah said this, he said, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not, amen. I wonder tonight, how's your prayer life? How's your devotion time? How often do you take advantage of the times that he's given you access unto him? He draws you unto himself. He woos you and pulls you in. Do you say no or do you take advantage of what he gives you tonight, amen. Speaks of uh, assurance and it speaks of access. But then I see that she speaks of, of countenance and she speaks of the voice again. And that speaks of, of affection tonight, amen. And boy, I'm glad that when he kisses us with the kisses of his mouth... I'm glad that when he draws us in and when he uh, loves on us, brother, I'm telling you, it, you can bank on it, uh, you can count on it, it'll fix what's wrong in your life tonight, amen. He can help us tonight and he can help you. But with this devotion, I see these foxes. I didn't have this alliterated and I didn't really have this as part of the outline, but look what the, the problem with the devotion is. She said in verse number 15, take us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines for our vines have tender grapes. I see first of all, I see the foxes and then I see the fruit tonight, amen. And you know what it is that hinders our Christian walk and our life tonight? It's not those big things. It's not the drinking and the doping tonight. Hey, uh, we're, we, we've separated ourselves from this world uh, we've separated ourselves from those things. Uh, but I'll tell you what spoils the fruit in our heart, in our life tonight. It's Phariseeism and it's envy and it's strife and it's malicious thoughts uh, and it's envy and it's jealousy and it's bitterness uh, and it's malice. Uh, oh, you can't see bitterness on the outside. You can't see malice on the outside. So we've got our religious garb on and we got it covered up. Uh, uh, but brother, what I'll tell you we need tonight is just to have a good old fox hunt uh, and kill some foxes uh, in our heart and our life tonight. Amen. Pride and jealousy and bitterness. And why I preaching and why I singing tonight and why do they get to do that? And uh, boy, I sure, boy, if I was pastoring this church uh, and boy, if I was in charge, uh, let me just stop right here and take a time out and say, thank God you don't pastor this church. Uh, thank God you're not in control uh, because if you were, you'd kill it tonight, amen. You'd kill it because of your pride. Amen. Kill the foxes in your heart in your life tonight. Amen. Have a good old-fashioned fox hunting and kill some things in your heart and your life tonight because if you let them foxes run wild, Jeffrey, they'll spoil the fruit. Amen. You'll have an unfruitful Christian life. You'll have no joy. You'll have no peace because you've got your eyes on brother so-and-so and sister so-and-so rather than having your eyes and your ears fastened to his voice and hearing the one that can help you and help us tonight. Boy, I'm glad for his voice tonight. Amen. Glad, thank God, for his voice. Amen. There's devotion tonight that I find in his voice. Amen. Well, I thank God that we have the opportunity to get closer to him tonight. I want to say this tonight, and the Holy Ghost told me to say this before I left the house, and it may cost me something tonight. But there's some of us here tonight, we're not right with God. Amen. And I want to say something. He's not stupid, and this church ain't stupid. 
Amen. It's time to stop playing games and get right with God tonight. Amen. How is your devotion? How's your devotion tonight? How's your private time? How is the inward man tonight? How is the heart, the seed of your emotion tonight? How is it? Amen. How is it? I wonder this while we're standing together tonight. I hope you know that I'm not being malicious. I'm not being mean. It's my desire tonight to help you. I love my church tonight. I love the people in it. And brother, if we're not careful, those things that we hide away in our heart and our life and we think that nobody sees them, that's exactly right. The devil will get you tonight. Sin will spoil the fruit in your heart and your life tonight. How about it tonight? Have you been gossiping? Have you been backbiting? You've been running somebody down? Maybe there's somebody you need to apologize to tonight. I don't know why I'm preaching this. I don't know why I said the things that I said, but I've minded God tonight, amen. And it's my desire to be a help. And as much as I've preached and I've tried to be a help, I want to tell you something tonight. The only thing that can really help you is His voice. You listen to His voice. You do what He says to do tonight. And everything will be all right, amen. Everything will be fine. While these are praying, maybe others need to come tonight. Don't reject His voice tonight. Don't spurn the invitation. Whatever the problem is in your heart and your life tonight, He's able. He's able, amen. He's able to do the work that you can't do. He's able to do the work that I can't do. While these are praying, maybe you need to come tonight. Don't fail to do business with God. Don't spurn the invitation tonight. Listen to His voice.